Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. My name is Toad. I got the pleasure of sitting down with Austin Burke again. We've done this quite a few times. I love it each time. It gets better and better and better. We actually met up in the country AF radio studios here in Las Vegas, Nevada. We talked 2020. We talked Shark Tank, new music, his 94-year-old grandpa, and him being a salesman. Yeah, selling COVID kits. You know what? Let's get to it. Looking like a wild west sunset. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. My name is Toad. I'm sitting here today. I want to say the one and only Austin Burke because that's probably a cool thing to say, right? That's pretty cool. I'm with the one and only Toad. Yes, that's me. I don't think there's another Toad in radio, is there? I, I don't. I don't think so. In country I hope music, not. period. I hope if they, if there is, he's a fraud. I need. He's a frog. <laughs> a frog. <laughs> you said fraud. I said frog. Wow. Dude, let's just jump right into it. You got a bunch of new music coming out. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm excited. When do we? When do we? officially get to hear it all like streams so we're definitely going to put them all out this year um but right now we we basically are kind of shopping around deals trying to see you know somebody's interested if uh you know i could possibly get a record deal from it so um either way they're coming out we're excited it's just a matter of if you know a few songs are coming out and albums coming out kind of it just depends so so your 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 preference clearly is to take the streams um, take the new package you have put together, present it in, in hopes that someone put you out on tour, yeah. put the money behind you. Absolutely. And Dude. yeah, I mean, I'm, I've been an independent artist for so long. You know that. I yep. mean, you've known me for years and I've been proud of being an independent artist and I never want to stop representing independent artists, but there comes a point in everybody's career where you just need, you need a partner, yep. you know, you need some, you need that rocket fuel. And right now I, I feel like I've taken the independent career as far as I can, and I just need a partner to come up beside me and, and help me out a little bit. So. Right. It's like a, a Shark Tank deal where everyone's sitting there and they go, okay, you already got a good business. Yeah. So how can we help you pour gasoline Dude, on Dude, Lexi fire? literally said, my wife Lexi literally said, let's take you to Shark Tank and, and try to get you a deal in Shark Tank. <laughs> you know, I, like, it, I mean, it could work, honestly. Like, I believe that a band has been on there before. Really? I believe so. I believe I watch a one hell of a lot of Shark Tank. I love Shark Tank. I just learn so much when I, I when I watch. Who it. would you, if you if you were on Shark Tank and you had an idea, who would you want to be your partner? Mark Cuban. Me too. Yeah. He's so he's so chill. I do, or the yeah. what's the other dude with the slick back hair? Uh, he skis and stuff. He's super um, cool. Um, I, I, I know you're talking about. I just drew a blank. Um, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Uh, he came from a foreign country, and built his wealth. Yeah. Um, He's awesome though. Like he he, every time there's like a hoverboard or something with you know he, wheels, he hops on it and and and, and tries it. Yeah. I think my everything. One time he fell and like was bleeding out of his face, dude. He's awesome. What's that guy's name? I'm looking it up right now. All right, uh, I'm not because uh, it's gonna drive me bananas. Um, look at that. The first three: Mark Cuban, Kevin O'Leary, uh, Robert, Robert, yeah, Hertzovic or whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah, he'd be he's, cool. He's pretty neat, but like he he invests in stuff that he really doesn't understand. And I think the thing with Mark Cuban that's so rad is he doesn't open his mouth and get interested unless he knows what he's talking about. So I think that's why. And um, I don't know if you've ever been to Mark Cuban's website where he shows all the businesses that he's a part of. Oh, wow. Dude, it's legit. Wow. It's legit. 
some of them are Shark Tank, some of them are other businesses, but it's, I mean, there's some probably some political things that, that I don't align myself with with him, um, yeah. but that goes true with anybody, you know, in that sense. But yeah, I would definitely pick Mark Cuban, that's for sure. That's awesome. That and yeah. I would get to go see some Mavs game. I mean, for me, I, I think he could put my music in the the Mavericks, you know? Right. An stadium. intro? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be sweet. I think so. I mean, <laughs> we might, we, uh, I don't know how that works, dude. Yeah. Have you ever thought about going on like The Voice or American Idol or anything like that? Man, I I'll be honest, I don't think I have a voice to win something like that. Right, 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 right. And and I just I feel like the people that go on those shows are have just such incredible voices like, you know, whether it's you see the people that win. I mean, they're just insane. And I'm not I'm not a singer that's going to like belt it out, but I also don't think you know, Luke Bryan, Garth Brooks, or Jason Aldean would win that show. Right. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And yeah. so there, it's no disrespect to, like, people that have won that show or, you know, are a part of those shows. But I just feel I'm more of an entertainer than like, the a singer. You I got know? you. So I feel like that show is all – or those types of shows, they really showcase the voice. Yeah. I I like to be a little more than that. As I think not you need more, to be. just no, no, different I, than that. You I, know? I understand I'm what you're saying that. because there are people on there that have a huge voice, but they get in front of the camera and they totally it's someone completely different. Oh yeah. I mean, you watch. So I'll go back years and years and years when Carrie Underwood was on it. She took Bo Bice. My sister did. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I took Carrie Underwood way early. I think there was like 20 left, and, and she didn't even win. No, but oh, she went further than Bo Bice. Yeah. She didn't win. No, I don't think Carrie Underwood won. But her voice, like you, if you go back and watch the old ones and see this little girl doing what she's doing, but yeah. it goes true to, to, I guess, any artist like that. But I could see something special in her way back in the day. I bet my sister 50 bucks and I won. Um, but she just thought Bo Bice was going to win, and maybe because she's a rocker or whatever <laughs> the case may be. Do you know that we had um, a Stoney's out in the Northwest and Bo Bice played there? Really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We get hit up every time uh, American Idol or The Voice ends um, from these crazy booking agents that, that sit here and, and try and get us to book those people. Um, yeah. I, I know the um, Lane, the kid that just won. Oh, yeah, Lane Hardy? Yeah. They, yeah. they reach out to us. I'm like, dude, 20 grand. I'm like, no. Like, Damn. Like, That's, no. Yeah. No, it's, man, uh, the other thing, too, with those shows is I feel like um, they have really interesting deals that they don't like to talk about. Sure. And so, um, you know, for place I'm at in my career, I'm not really willing to give up that much of... I think you I might have. be in a position because of, of where you've been with your music, the downloads, the streams. You've already proven some sense. Why would you go give away everything that you worked your ass off for? Yeah. For what? Yeah. A hope. Yeah. That's no, I, I just, man, at this point, I just need a partner. I need somebody that believes in me that's like, we want to be a part of this. We, we're not going to like, we're not taking a risk on anything. We're just, we believe in you and we just want to help get you to where we right. know you can be. So, um, Married, was it New Year's Eve 2019? Yeah, man. I, I don't think we've done an interview since. I don't think we have either. So, I haven't played here since. So. No, because 2020 was, pfft. yeah. Um, Sucked. You didn't play in 2019 here? I did, but I wasn't married yet. Wasn't I got I got married New Year's Eve. So oh, I see what you're saying. So that went right into 2020. Yeah. So you didn't. Yeah. So let's take. <laughs> how long were you? Have you been together with Lex before you got married? We were together for I think eight years. So eight years. Yeah. So I you, say I think because it was. It was seven years, eight years on and off for right. You know, long distance. It was crazy but so let's go getting married and then two months after three months after you get married you guys are cooped up 
Yeah. Because because now all of a sudden you're not on the road. You're not really going out playing shows. You're not yeah. you're like I'm sure that the recording probably came to a standstill because this COVID stuff hit. How did how did that play a part in your relationship at home? Honestly, man, last year was it, it sucked. It was a terrible year, I think, for a lot of people. But for Lexi and I, it was a year of growth, and it was a year of just um, digging deep in, into our relationship, into ourselves. I feel like there's times where we just run around, and we're trying to do a million things at once. And last year really forced us to just be still, right? you know? And, and um, so we were able to just have deep conversations about life, about who, what we want, what we, you know, want to do. And, um, obviously, you know, she started her thing with the TikToks and that blew up and just focusing on others and trying to give back. But, um, beyond that, it, it honestly was a really good year for us. And I, and it's hard to say, it's hard to say that because I know that 2020 was such a bad year for so many people, but honestly, 2020 for me and for Lexi was a, a really, really big year, uh, as far as growth and just, um, finding out who we are as people. I think so. I think a lot of people that I know took advantage of what it was to do something similar, to really find out what made them smile, what made them happy about life, to reflect on just the what the the what ifs of the world. I mean, my birthday in May last year, we all me and my core group of friends, we all got our bikes out and we rode the strip because it was closed. Like how insane was dude, that? It was was that surreal. so fun, dude? It's surreal. Dude, there's like not that many cars on the road. Every casino is fenced off, black, dark, you know, just kind of like, and I'm like, in the beginning of it all, I was joking with some friends. I'm like, dude, I'd bet my house that a casino would never close in my lifetime, like a strip, like, like this strip. And when everything got shut down, I was like, God, I'm glad I didn't make that bet because I would have lost my house. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just sit back and I'm like, I just don't, I don't. I didn't understand it at first so much, but it did give everyone an opportunity to really see things um, different and maybe maybe f- find out if you had the ability to pivot and change and be stronger as a person and be stronger in your relationship. Um, I rode my dirt bike a little bit more than I ever did, but I I continued to work. Yeah. Um, I, that's just who I am. I just found Absolutely. new ways to... to to uh, Dude, last year, I haven't told anybody this. I'll tell you this. Last year, I literally... My uncle was one of the first people to start selling COVID shots or not shots, COVID tests. Right. So to get tested for COVID. So I started calling and making sales for COVID tests. No way. Okay. That was the first thing I did. Hell yes. Then I couldn't get any, I could, I got like, I got a hospital. I got one of the biggest sales in Tennessee and I, and I showed up at doctor's office, dude, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm right. like, I'm not a freaking doctor. And I'm talking to this freaking doctor about COVID tests and how our tests are the best and how he should, you know, get some from us. So then there was a shortage. I don't know if you remember, like of the test. Even, yeah. couldn't even get the test. Right. Right. So then I was like, screw this, man. I'm going to like, I'm going to figure something else out. So I started calling, uh, for loans for my dad. And I'm, like, calling people and trying to get deals on loans. And, you know, you, you just do what you can, Fair. seriously. And, and, and uh, it, you know, for me, I didn't necessarily have to do that stuff. But I just felt, I mean, it gets to a point where, like, what what am I going to do? I'm what so else bored. can you do? Right, yeah. I'm so bored. I can only play so much 2K20 with Toad <laughs> a day. Like I That's gotta, golf, <laughs> by the way. And I believe I'm up. I'm yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, how much, how much golf on PlayStation can you play? So, right. Um, but yeah, I'm the same way, dude. You just had to, you had to do what you had to do. Um, right. But I also dug in, I dug into the music, I dug into writing. Um, and I just, I think we all 
dug deep into our souls and tried to figure out what we want to do, who we are, and what matters, dude. Because yeah. at the end of the day, when you realize that all the stuff we were doing, you know, some of it mattered, some of it didn't. And the stuff that matters, you know, parlayed into 2021, but the stuff that sucked, you know, we got right. rid of. So it's very interesting. Yeah, it was kind of like I, I, I had a friend of mine call me and tell me he was put his boat up for sale, and it was a few years older than mine, probably like seven years older than mine, and he told me what people were offering him. I was like, your boat's old, bro. Like, seriously? So I was taking a trip up to Idaho because we're opening a Stoney's up in Idaho. Right before I got on the plane, I think I was in the airport, and I wrote the ad, put it on Facebook, put it on Craigslist. I landed, and got like three, four phone calls, a bunch of emails. Like, I'm just sitting back, and then I end up selling my boat for – not not even two thousand less than I paid for it three years later, and Jeez. we wanted a bigger boat anyway, not because we like people, but because we wanted a bigger wake to surf behind yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, it just was so weird that the opportunities of stuff. And then I went, I went, and we just went and looked at like side by sides um, yeah. at the at the dealer, and the money they were asking for him was absurd because I'm like, you're never gonna make like as a consumer, you're never gonna make your money back. But people were so bored that they were buying. The travel trailers, the RVs, the the boats. They were buying the dirt yeah. bikes. They, were, I mean, they were just buying whatever they could p- get their hands on because they were bored to go do something. But yeah, the it's end crazy. of the day, it, so young love. Yeah, um, we've never had the opportunity to talk about. The song. I love that song. Thank I called you, it when I played it. I want to say in 2019, was it 2020? Uh, I put it out last year. So, so 2020. Yeah. Uh, and you put it out before. I feel like COVID. you might have played it in 2019. Like I wouldn't be surprised because I showed it to you in 2019. It was like for me, it was like one of those summer songs, a summer yeah. feel-good song. I believe I, I told you that on a on a on a phone call. If you were to release an album, would you re-release that as part of the album, or are you have you Probably, moved on from man, that? Man, I I've been talking about that, and I think there's. I mean, I've just released singles, and yeah. there's a, the the artist in me wants to put out an album, you know. And I know that it's it's like. Morgan Wallen puts out the album and you listen to every song right. front to back. The like, double album on, yeah, on, on yeah, top of it, right? I mean, I think that that's definitely something I'll do, and then along with a bunch of other songs too. But um, it's man, it's so weird. It, I've been able to put stuff out on TikTok, and that's sort of my A and R right now. I'll write a song out, and if they like it, then do you put it on your own or with 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 Lexi? Uh, usually, I'll just you know film her reaction to the song i'll write it that day and then you know film her reaction or whatever it might be so um i have i have a friend his name is ian you met him last night at dinner yeah his girlfriend rebecca we always tease her all all the time but we were driving one night from sushi and she's in the back and i played um i was on country af radio and andrew janokas came on gone too soon yeah and she's in the back singing it i turned it down i was like how the hell do you know this song she goes oh i heard it on tiktok i was like What's going on? Like, yeah. I must be way behind the times. I do have a TikTok. It's called Toad Talk. T O A D T O K. That's yeah. my name. I but the, like that. here's what's funny: the only thing that's posted on there is you. Really? I swear to God, it's. Uh, I'll show it to you when we're done. But that's not a lie. It's the only thing I have on there. <laughs> and I was sitting on the couch one day. It was. Um, it might have been. Shit, an interview that we did maybe via Zoom or something. Okay. So, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, pretty nuts. But it's kind of cool. I mean, um. I like it only because I get to sit with Alyssa and she shows me. She's 12 now, and she just shows me how to go through all this stuff. But Heather's not very comfortable with it because her mindset is w- it's something else. It's like yeah. it's not. But I don't. But I find my buddy Theo sends me songs all the time on there from people. He sent me Josh Miranda, Ryan Griffin. I'm like, dude, Ryan. Both those guys have played here before, and he's yeah. like, yeah, but they got good voices, right? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they played here. Yeah, they played here, bro. <laughs> like, catch up, catch yeah. up. Yeah. Do you do you find that? Um, do you think social media is gonna 
it already has changed the landscape of music. It's changed the landscape of terrestrial radio. Yeah. We look at a, a thing right now with with country AF radio and the and the the streaming power that we have. I wish our analytics could be a little bit more public. Um, yeah. I have to figure out a way to do that. Just, um, but what 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 do you think is the future of music where we are today to where it's going to be in the next year, five years, ten years? Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting, man, because I there's such a weird stigma with TikTok and I don't like to say I'm a TikTok artist because I'm not. I use TikTok to put my music out. Sure. But it's just like when people put out stuff on SoundCloud back in the day, like that's how I use it. Right. Uh, but there also is a very, very corny way of some of these artists putting stuff out that I, I feel like it's just corny. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bullshit you. I think it's corny. I would never do it. It's not me. Um, so I try to stay away from that type of stuff. Right. You know? Um, but, I think that I think that if you use, I think if you use it in the right way and you, you're authentic and you're real, um, I think people see that. I think there's a lot of people that try to, you know, put out stuff just for the the high view count or whatever it might be. And, sure. Um, it's just like anything else, man. You can see, like, when you go on there, you can see who's full of shit. Really, right. you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know who I'm talking about when I say this stuff. I'm not gonna say names, but you know who I'm talking about. And it's just, it's uncomfortable, honestly, to watch some of these. But I don't want to be known as, like, a TikTok artist. I just want to be, I just want to use that platform. And I'm, I'm grateful for the platform. I think that TikTok is a, a great tool. I think that it allows you to put music out. That The algorithm, I don't know how it works, but you can reach millions of people in seconds. You know? Sure. It's, it's really cool. So for me and Lexi, TikTok has been just incredible um, for our careers and what we're doing. Um, and so I think that in the future... There's always going to be something. I mean, right. five years ago was Instagram, 10 years ago was Facebook, 15 years ago was MySpace, bro. MySpace. <laughs> like, there's always something, you know, and I think it's important as an artist. Unfortunately, we can't just be, you know, like back in the day, we put on a CD and it goes to Walmart and people buy it. Sure. You have to be a videographer, an editor, a social media guru, a, <laughs> yes. like you have to be all these things and, you know, care about the music. But I guess what I'm getting at is, I think that the artists that care more about social media than they do about music and getting like famous on social media, right? I think they really miss the point of the music. And so I think it's important to stay the path of caring the most about the music and using social media as a tool rather than the it thing, if that makes sense. It does. We have a, we have a Tanya, our uh, events coordinator here. She booked something in July, I think, and she booked it a long time ago. And there are all these young kids yeah. that are YouTube phenoms, and they're all coming here. And all these people are buying tickets to come to Vegas. To come to, they're playing in the daytime here because they're younger. It's not a nighttime thing. Yeah. And I just, I watch it sometimes, and I sit back, and I look at this. You know, I, I'm still in awe at so, so much stuff. You see this little kid that opens up these boxes of toys, and he's worth millions yeah. for opening up toys. <laughs> My son used to ask me a long time ago when he was probably... 11, 12 years old, I got him, um, I forget the camera name, um, but it was just a little ca camera. He would re record himself fixing um, our RC cars. And, dude, it did well. And he was like, yeah. Dad, how do I get a sponsorship? I said, you just keep doing what you're doing, and then once you get your views up, then you just start telling people about what you're doing. And he ended up getting a, a sponsorship from a tool company that was nothing but for that. Didn't give him any money, but yeah. it gave him the tools. And I was like, this is how it all starts. And then he, I think he just lost interest in it. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's just kind of like um, you have to stay motivated with it. I think... What my more concern is is like, how is how is traditional radio? I don't think traditional radio will ever go away in the Midwest. I just mm -hmm. don't. 
I yeah. don't either that or it'll be after my lifetime. Yeah. Because I don't think that you have the internet cellular service as um, easily obtained in that market area, whatever, versus like I look at the West Coast and I look at the majority of people that listen to Country AF Radio. They're uh, Arizona. It's all West Coast. The majority of it's West Coast. We've got a lot of clicks in Nashville and New York, but the majority of it is L.A., San Diego, yeah. and then just going right up the coast. I guess that's what – I don't know what, what – what radio is going to be. I see radio here in Vegas on a personal level. And I see that one of the stations, um, I don't even think they have anyone on air that's in this market anymore. Yeah. Well, and I think, man, uh, it's a touchy subject for me because I, you know, I've been labeled from a very early standpoint in my career as like a Spotify artist or a, you know, Apple art, like a streaming artist. Okay. And I think, like I said, it all comes down to using those things as a tool but not making them the tool, right. not making them the thing. And so I think everything's important. Like it's right. important to have radio. It's important to have social media. Sure. It's important to have streaming. It's a, and you know, back in the day when I was trying to get whole lot in love on radio, I would go into these radio stations and they, and I'd be like, yeah, I got, you know, 55 million streams on this song. And they're like, and, and by the way, that was at the time, like, two or three times as much as some of the songs that were number one that were like, being played on radio like they were yeah. number one at that week and yeah. i'd go in i'd be like hey this song's number one my my song you know has three times as many streams as this song and nobody cared nobody right. cared and i like to say you know i was i was d- doing streaming numbers that were cool before it was cool you know and so now people are starting to realize that that matters like Everything matters. It's your value. Dude. Everything it's, matters. Though. It's your value. Like, TikTok matters. Instagram matters. Freaking country AF matters. Radio matters. Sirius matters. Spotify, Apple, yep, y- they all Pandora. Matter. They all matter. They're it, all tools in your toolbox. And it's it, it baffles me that people are unwilling to say that or that they're just like, oh, you know, this doesn't matter. No, right. no, it all matters. It really does. You have to utilize everything and just you have your strengths and weaknesses and you just try to get better, you know? Right. I, I kind of, so I have a clothing line called I am famous enough. Yeah. And it stemmed from, um, these interviews. Uh, I did over a million streams, um, in 2019 and I was sitting down with, um, these big radio people that had, um, podcasts and they were getting into the podcast and, I tried to take the approach. The first one I talked to, they, they literally said, well, just take your stuff and we'll put it on our platform and you can't use it on yours anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> like, what's in it for me? And they said, we'll make you famous. And that's literally where I am famous enough came from because yeah. that wasn't what I was about. For me, I'm like, I'm already getting the organic with the artist. So you repost this and it just starts to grow. I can tell you that Cameron Marlowe, I sat down with, I just looked at the analytics this, this past week. I sat down with him. Our, our number one interview was for some reason was... Um, um, Texas Hill guy, Craig Wayne Boyd, 68,000 streams wow. of, of just the, the interview. Um, Cameron Marlowe, I sat down with him. Dude, he did 179,000 streams in like four weeks, five wow. weeks. It just went crazy. So I sit back and I look at what what this is, and that's why I was like, I don't want, I don't want, I was saying to someone last night, I don't want to be you. I don't want to be yeah. up on a stage. I don't want to be that famous. I don't, I just want people to hear about you and get you to that next level and keep on moving. And that's what Toad's Tunes is all about. Yeah. And, and that's why artists like myself love you and love what you're all about and what Stoney's is all about is because it's like, you know, you give us a chance before anybody. And yeah. Even last night, dude, it was very, you know, very small group, very, but they were a rowdy group, you know. Dude, and they it's were like they were here people, for one reason. Those people will come back with yeah. friends, and yep. their friends will then come back with friends, and 
you know, I, I truly, I truly think that like, since I've been playing at Stoney's, it's been growing and growing and growing. Absolutely. And, like, that's all I can ask for as an artist. Like I for, use, but you believed in me, gave me that shot. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Not Absolutely. many, not many people are willing to do that. So we, I, I, I like to use the template of Russell Dickerson is a perfect example. He played here the first time. And I think there was maybe a hundred people here to see him. And then it went to 250. Then it went to 400. He played here seven times. The last two times they played here, both sellouts. The last show he was on, yours had just hit radio. Wow. Just hit it. So we know what 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 our, our fan base is here, and we know what the people that come here. They're mostly locals, so that's what it's kind of all, all about. And they get to know artists and see them come through, and that's why we do what we do. That we can't afford Luke Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I kind of mentioned it yesterday, but I'm going to say it tonight, you know. A lot of times I play shows and you go on stage and you do the performance and you got the lights and the bit full band and everybody's dancing and having a good time drinking. And they say, you know, man, I, they're like, oh, yeah, I went and saw an Austin Burt concert last night, right? So I want people to leave tonight and I want people that came last night to leave and say, yeah, I saw this artist, Austin Burke, and I feel like he's a friend of mine now. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, last that's night on the stage, you said, if you guys are comfortable, this is where I'd be. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to talk to you. And that's literally like, I've watched artists come in here, they do their show and they leave. Yeah. And I, I went to every single table yeah. and thanked well, everybody. I think you have to. Because I'm grateful, dude. I really am. Well, I think it's a blessing, to, to ex especially right now. You're the second artist that's played here in in uh, 2020, yeah. 2021. Last year, I think we had a total of, well, if I go four, eight. Well, I'm going to say uh, during the pandemic, I think we only had three artists play here. That's it. So, yeah. And people are, you know, people are uncomfortable to like people came up with masks and I'm like, hey, you want me to put my mask on? Like, I, I, I'm definitely, you know, willing to be, you know, understanding of everybody and stuff. So right. I, when I went up to the tables, I'm like, hey, guys, you know, if you want me to like keep my distance, or whatever, like just you, you never know how you people know. are. And so you never know. Um, but. Almost everybody was just super grateful and super just happy to be here. And the one common comment I got was, you know, we're just so happy to hear live music again. Yes. Yeah. And I think that that's something we took for granted, dude. Uh, absolutely. I would t I would tell you that I was going, like, nuts. I know that there's a couple artists that were out there doing these backyard things. I saw... Um, um, Sam. Sam Drew. was doing it. Drew Baldridge yeah. was, was, was doing it. Actually, I think Drew... Drew might be here this week or next week. I think he's in, in town doing it, something like that. But when I first, I had never met Sam um, the first time he played here. And we did one of the Zoom things. Um, uh, super cool dude. But when you hear his story, it's similar to yours, just about the getting out there. And like at the end of the show, it's, I need to meet these people. I need, these are people yeah. that I want to know about them. And it's genuine. And I think that's the important piece is there's, yeah. there has been some artists, artists, like I said, that have come through here and they're literally show and gone. And I'm like, got to remember where you came from. Doesn't matter how big you are, anything like that. But um, nobody's too cool for school. Yeah. Well, I when I saw Garth Brooks, uh, he keeps the lights on in his arenas. Yeah. And I was kind of like, man, this is a weird vibe. When you walk in, it's not like a normal show. It's just like, man, this is it's kind of weird, you know. But he does it on purpose. He keeps the lights on because he wants to see people. Right. And it didn't. I didn't realize that until after I left. And I was like, oh, my God. That's why, that's why the lights were on and he could see people in the very top, you know. And... Um, he also, I, another thing I noticed about Garth is he was the last person off the stage. He let his entire band get off the stage and he was the last person off. Like he right. normally it's the opposite. Yeah. 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 But I, I don't know, man, I, I'm just, at the end of the day, I'm just grateful that people would come out because it is still, Vegas is still a very, very tight city. Honestly, right. you guys, I mean, I feel bad. Like you're not loose at all. No it, people are. Well, hold on. Let's be fair with this. The casinos are. 
<laughs> but venues like us and businesses like us, we don't. Um, uh, we're under so much scrutiny for some yeah. reason. Uh, maybe it's the tax dollar is higher at a casino versus what it is here. But I mean, you're 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 right. The biggest fear we have is that we're like they've already taken everything from us, yeah. and here we are again. I think that's what's most frustrating, dude. Is like, you know, we've already been hit so hard last year, and the people that want to work like you and the people that want to get back. If the, they can even right, like, hands are tied. You're restricted. Yeah. So, I think that's what's frustrating. Is it's like, if you don't want to go out, don't go out. We totally understand that. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk shit on you. I get it, man. Seriously, my well, great grandfather. You, you don't know. My great grandfather was here last night. He's 94 years old, World World War II veteran. He's vaccinated and he wanted to come. Sure. And we told him, hey, man, you know, there's still risks. Like, are you sure? He wanted to come. Like, am, is it my, am I going to tell him, a 94-year-old guy, not to right. come? Yeah, that fought for all this freedom. Seriously. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing is it's like, if people want to go out and, and, and enjoy, you know, and try to be normal for a little bit, like, let them. Yep. Seriously. They deserve it. They all deserve it. Speaking of him, um, I took a video of him last night. I still need to send, send that to you. I don't, I don't, I don't know what made me shoot it, but there was so much. You That was... Your great-grandpa and your grandma? Yeah. Dude, that was probably one of the neatest things I've ever seen. So I shot them, then I shot your, shot you, and then I came back and shot them with video. And it was just so neat. But knowing that he's from Arizona? Yeah, yeah. You guys gambled today. Yeah, we played blackjack together. First yeah. time, dude. And his first time? Or uh, your no, first we, time playing, first time playing together. together? Yeah, he's he, dude, he used to be a pool shark back in the day. Right. In Memphis, he was a he was a pool shark during World War II and stuff. And he's he's always been a big gambler and had was, fun with that. Was he at your wedding? Uh, he was. Yep. So I believe I met him at, at your wedding. Yeah. And I walked up to him when I was showing the video, and he just looked at me and he said, "Thanks for giving my boy a chance." Yeah. And I was just like, "Wow, this dude is 94 and still." I mean, n- no offense, to old people, no, he still yeah. had a freaking brain. Yeah. Like no, he's, he has he's a memory. Very sharp, he's very yeah. sharp, and yeah, man, he's 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 my hero. And you know, I think the coolest thing, um, my brother and sister said something to me today. They said, "You know, you've you've uh, you've really." shed light on grandpa great a lot in the last few years and and i don't feel like it's that i just i feel like i've been able to show people how awesome he is right and and, but when i said that you never expect what happened last night everybody gave him a standing ovation you know what i'm saying (laughs) like that's that's i didn't do that all i say was this is my great grandpa he was a world war ii and everybody stands up and starts clapping like that dude that is what America's about. That's what we stand for. That's what Stoney's is about. And I think those are the people you want coming here. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And those are the people I want at my show. Yeah. And so it was just very, that's why, man, like, when you talk about, yeah, I went and wanted to meet every single person. It's because, like, how can I thank you for giving my grandpa, who right. is 94 years old, that type of attention? Like, I'm so grateful for that. We stopped um, today. I went and had lunch with some friends that were in town, and we stopped today at a place called Pink Box Donuts. And when I parked, there's a guy in front of us in the donut shop. We came out at the same time, and he had a Marine jacket on, uh, riding a motorcycle. And I just asked him, I said, dude, do you know Gunner like that? My next-door neighbor's name is Gunner, and he's part of the—he's a Marine. Uh, they ride. He's told me some stories how you get into the riding corps of, of these guys, and he goes, I actually do. I said, sir— He's my neighbor. I just want to say thank you for your service like that. Wow. And he was like, thank you. And I was yeah. just like, man, I mean, those are the people that gave us what we have today. And I think a lot of people take that for granted. Um, and it's a bummer. But, yeah, it is what it is. Your grandpa, your great grandpa is going to be back here again he's tonight. Back tonight. He's back tonight. And uh, he's excited, man. He I love it. 
you know, he's he said anytime I play here, he's going to come out. So hopefully, <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you definitely again th- this year. Let's talk twenty twenty one real quick. And like, what are your goals for this year as as an artist? Yeah. So the obviously the shows are just kind of it's the same way you guys are. It's like whatever I can do, I yeah. will. It's it's like we're just going to kind of we got to wait and see. Which you're allowed, allowed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, I'm just kind of the, the live shows are still going to be limited. And also there's a lot of um, there's a lot of promises from last year that are being fulfilled as well. So a lot of artists that had, you know, show commitments last year, they're flowing into this year. So Good. it's still still kind of tough for me because I didn't have a lot of stuff last year. So I'm, I'm trying to find my way with that. But um, I just man, I just want to keep putting out these songs. I want to I, I just recorded five brand new songs. I sent them to you. All right. Uh, you can play them whenever you want. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying I will. All I need is like some artwork. That's it. Okay. That's it. Okay. Um, but yeah, got five new songs and just honestly, man, just excited to get those out and hopefully get a record deal. That's right. That's my that's my goal. Well, I'm rooting for it, dude. I think that would be badass. I would love to see you. Uh, um, first of all, I'd love to see you on radio. I yeah. mean, traditional and like I know your stuff is is everywhere on Spotify. Um, I'm assuming XM has played your stuff. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, getting to that next level where, where I get my um, country air check in the morning and I can see how many radio ads you got because that's an important piece. I know that's what they judge it by. I can't wait till I change it to some sort of a stream where they actually... I know that there is like uh, Music Row, which is the under... Yep. Uh, but I know that there's also a streaming thing out there. And that's something that we want to figure out how we can report to with listeners with well uh, as as well as with um, plays, that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's got to be... There's got to be some kind of... There's got to be some kind of number one that comes from all of that like yeah and like you're saying like how do you guys report how does spotify report how does apple there's Re- got to be something because it is a stream and you notice that we've been around i think two years now with country af radio uh we've learned a lot um we've grown a lot but then i look at stuff like itunes just comes out with this year they come out with their own radio station stuff and they have people on there that are doing like wards on there and um and that's interesting to me um because I look at iTunes as, I don't like this song, I can fast forward it. That's the first thing that I look at. What we wanted to do is get away from a traditional radio sense, play the guys that we like that maybe aren't signed and huge and on radio against what people still listen to. And I don't want to play the same 30 songs every day over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, That's what our thing is. That's why if someone gives me something, I'm going to play it. If if I like it, I play it. If it's on the radio station, 99% of the time it's because we like it. Absolutely. I think that I wish every radio station had that mindset you right. know, i wish every platform had that mindset um unfortunately it's more about you know who's who's got a lot of money invested in them <laughs> well, or i think they just found an, an, another way to do pay for play yeah yeah maybe. you want to go to hawaii maybe <laughs> yeah i'd love to go to hawaii we better come up with some money dude so i can play your song so we can go to hawaii that's how it works right <laughs> we'll have a writer's retreat Oh, that's what they call them now, right? <laughs> that's Something like cool. that. All right, cool. Dude, tell people how to find you online. Yeah, uh, just Austin Burke Music on Instagram, Austin Burke Music on TikTok, and uh, obviously Spotify, Apple, and freaking Country AF Radio. That's what I'm talking about. Country dude. AF Radio plays more of my music than anybody else. Uh, well, honestly. I wish I could catch up to a 55 million stream or a 100 million stream. It doesn't no, help. but you guys, you guys play, you know, not just the song that's, like my single, you play right. Young Love, you play Absolutely. I Grew Up, you play Desert Child, like you play it all. It's so. because we like it. That's yeah. that. That's the end of the day. Is I do stuff with um, Muscadine Bloodline put out a song in 18, I think it's called Boys. I play the crap out of it right now because I don't think enough people have heard it. 
and that's why I play it because I like it. Uh, yeah. I think it could resonate with people, so that's why I, I share it. And I play it during Toad's Tunes in the middle of the day, which is awesome for me because I'm like, it's not brand new, but I like it. That's why I'm playing it. And then I go right into it because I can. It's perfect. Because you can. Because you do what you want. That's right. Do what I want. Because you're country AF. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, dude. Thanks for the time. Thank you, brother. Down.